At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today we're going to talk about the week that I spent with my good friend, my mentor, another construction business owner that's doing three times the revenue that we're doing, Johnny Mosley and his family. So this was the first time my daughter, Lily, actually went into the ocean. And you would have thought she would have had some reservations like the sand, maybe ah, stay away or um, the water, the not just the water, but like the waves crashing at my face. Nah, like she wanted the waves right in her face. She loved the sand. Like she wouldn't, she wouldn't even let me get out of the water. So I, I will say that I had a blast. She had a blast. It was, it was a blast. My wife had a blast too. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we just spent the last week with the Mosleys and, um, it was a really good time. I mean, we, uh, we, we we went there and we had our you know eyes open and like just wanted to continue to deepen our relationship and and honestly like it was a really really good time they're really laid back people they weren't there wasn't like all these rules and all that stuff you know sometimes like people can create all these rules and it was just like we were able to live and they were able to have a really good time and it was just it was awesome um one thing I will say is that my guy, Johnny Mosley, will keep you on your toes. So, like, for example, the first day I was there, um, he was uh, it was a Monday, actually, and they had their team meeting. And he's like, dude, you're coming on my team meeting today. So, like, it was just 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning, and I'm right on his team meeting. Like, hey, look who I have here. It's Oliver. And, like, I couldn't just say, like, wave, you know what I mean? I had to, like, do a little, you know – really glad to be here. Super excited to be with your owner and your leader, Johnny Mosley and his family for the week. And it's amazing to see him here. He's on his vacation, but he's still showing up to the team meetings. He wants to be the first one there, right? So I'm looking at this as a as a business owner myself, and I'm finding the different ways that I can model after this in my own business. And that's what we all need to do. We all, it's so hard to create something that you don't see. So like me spending that time with him this week, I was looking at everything that he was doing. Because I know that for me to create that in my life, I need to kind of see it. I need to be able to to feel it and touch it. And the closer I can get to that, the easier it will be for me to actually create the results that he's getting in his life in my life. And he's definitely getting results. I mean, his business is, is probably three times the size of my business. Right. 
So I needed to spend that time with them. And it was like, we're friends or, you know, like I wasn't there to like follow him around. We were there as friends, but at the same time, the person that I am, I'm also observing and, and, and watching and seeing how he's operating his business. And that was one of my biggest takeaways is that like, he keep, he kept me on my toes all weekend long till we, he plugged me into his morning meeting. He also plugged me in on, on a, on another group call that we're a part of. And he wouldn't, he never would let it, let it just like, Hey, we're just going to hang out. You know, it was always like, I'm going to push Oliver in the water. And honestly, like sometimes it's good to be around people like that. Cause sometimes we just stay in our shell and it's like, and yeah, staying in your shell is comfortable, but like there's no growth in being comfortable. There's always going to be growth when you can be out there and, and, talking and communicating with people and and doing things that make you scared. Because eventually if you do things that make you scared enough times, that scariness is going to go away and not totally, right? You're still going to have the, 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 you know, some nerves, right? But it's going to get to a point where you've conditioned yourself to, to, to have that feeling and do it anyway. And think about all the things that, you're really proud of in life. They're all things that you had some scary feelings about. You, you, you acknowledge those feelings and you did it anyway. At least for me, all the things that I'm proud of, I've had to work through that. All right. So Johnny Mosley and family kept me on my toes. Right. Um, another thing that, that I noticed, right. Was that, um, you know, during our conversations about products and projects that we were currently working on, um, it was apparent to me that the reason why his business is three times bigger than my business is that he's got way more flow than I do, like way more flow. The 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 number of opportunities that they're going after are way is is way greater than the number of opportunities that my 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 team and my firm and my company is going after, and that has got to change if I really want to get to the next level. Because his flow is like is way greater than mine, and and one of the things that he does right is that he he focuses on companies and that to, to go work for, right? Um, he focuses on companies that have large portfolios. And the reason why he focuses on companies that have large portfolios is he can make one relationship, but then work on that entire portfolio. So he does, he does renovations on multifamily units. So like he gets in with a company that has a, a 20,000 unit portfolio or a hundred thousand unit portfolio, like equity residential. He's just constantly working that entire portfolio and he's willing to travel. He's not saying, Oh, I, and this, and this is a change actually. He previously was saying that he would only work in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Now he's opening it up and saying, I'll travel. I'll go wherever you need me to go. So now he's out in Indiana, he's down in Florida, he's going to Texas. Like these are all things that 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 he's implementing in his business that's helping in the trajectory for that growth. 
right? It's assisting in it. And, and honestly, as he continues to grow, he's, I can, I see the people that he has on his team. They're good people. They're, they're like, wow. Like, I didn't realize that people would do that, right? Or, or like provide that level of, um, detail or, 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 or be that good. And like, there, he's got some really good estimators. He's got some really good project managers, you know, that are putting in long hours. I mean, I was hearing him speak to these guys at seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. And like, I have people like that on my team, but I don't have 20 guys like that or 20 girls like that. Right. I need to scale that out, but, but to be able to scale that out, I need to get more flow. And that means I need to be more intentional on my, on, on, on that flow and continue to go after customers or clients that have the capacity in their own portfolio to help get, get me that flow, right? So you think about a 100,000 unit portfolio that these, these companies he's focusing on, like even if there's 10% vacancy on those portfolios, that means there's 10% of, of those units that need to be renovated every single uh, – throughout the year if you average that out, right? So 10,000 uh, – uh, if you have a hundred thousand units and you have ten percent vacancy or ten percent um, turn in those units, that's ten thousand units, right? And ten thousand units at an average cost of like five grand—that's fifty million bucks, right? That's on one—that's one organization. He's got like three or four of these organizations, and obviously he's not getting all ten thousand of those units. They are—they're working with other companies. But he's putting himself in play with 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 organizations that could literally blow him up overnight, and I mean not blow him up in a bad way, blow him up in a good way, right? So that was a big eye opener for me, um, and it is something that we're focusing on. But I, I realized that I need to be way more intentional about the opportunities that we're going after, um, so that we have more flow. And then number two is is that he's going after businesses that are going to not just give them one opportunity, but there's going to be that one opportunity could lead to 10 opportunities because they just have that much capacity in their portfolio uh, and they need that much help, honestly. So that was, that was a, a really big takeaway, right? Um, the, the Another big takeaway was um, simplifying the business, right? And this is something that I've actually started to do over the last two years, right? Like I, I've stopped going after some of these smaller properties here in DC and it's been hard. It was hard to stop doing that. It was so hard because I had literally been doing it for like the last 10 years and we've done really well with it. But like I always say, in order to stop being an apple tree and become a, a pear tree, you literally have to kill the apple tree and literally become a pear tree, right? Like literally to stop one business that's taking all of your attention to create another business that's going to take your attention. You literally have to kill that previous tree. Or if you don't kill it, right, you have to literally build a team around it. But that 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 previous opportunity needs to be making or be profitable enough to be even build a team around, Right. So I stopped doing a lot of the smaller properties that I was doing. 
going and spending that time with Johnny, he had actually gotten into doing some smaller properties because during COVID, a lot of the apartment owners literally stopped doing renovations on their properties. So therefore his business went from, you know, tens of millions of dollars to being basically non-existent overnight because, you know, the quote unquote residents didn't want to be, um, to have people in their space. So they were only fixing like emergency issues. Right. Um, so he got to, to circumvent that he got into like doing some smaller renovations and you could just see the brain damage that he was going through working through those projects. Right. There was permitting issues. There was issues with neighbors. There was issues with, um, you know, just getting, getting, getting set up on these jobs. When the, when you're dealing with these smaller jobs, it still takes the same amount of energy and effort to do a hundred thousand dollar job as it does, um, a million dollar job. Like you still have your, your, your job walkthrough, you got your, your kickoff meetings, you got, you know, all of the same steps. I mean, yeah, some of those steps are, are, are bigger for, for a bigger job, but like the same, the same amount of steps are still there. Right. So it's like, do you want to do the same steps for, for, uh, a $15,000 job, or do you want to do the same steps for a million dollar job? There's going to be way more profit on that million dollar job than, than there is going to be on that $15,000 job. So you need to be intentional about that. Right. And, and simplifying the business actually can create more flow for you in your main thing, because now all of a sudden you're, you've got all of your attention on the main thing. So that was something that I, had done and started moving toward in the last two years and actually finally just like cut the cord on that at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. And I could see how that's starting to bloom and blossom in, in my business currently right now. And I could see how it was kind of starting to be a little bit of a distraction for Johnny, right? And he honestly, he admitted it. And honestly, I think he might even be shutting down that business after, after this week, right? Like, cause he literally said that. Um, and I was like, maybe it was some, maybe from some of the conversations that we were having that like this business is, is literally taking me off target and it's not going to help me get to where I want to go faster. And, and the things that you kind of underestimate are, are the neighbors, right? The permitting process, the local municipalities, right? And these people, these, 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 these things slow you down so much, right? And they provide all this brain damage. So if, if the reward isn't, isn't good, great enough, it's like, oh my gosh, just leave me alone. I'd rather go focus on something totally different because it's just not worth it, right? So simplifying the business was something that became apparent to me. Like it, that's what needs to happen so that you can have all your attention on, on the thing that's going to be the thing that gets you to where you want to go. Right. Um, and my, my, my last and fourth and final takeaway was work-life integration. So Leah and I, you know, we, we, our work and life is, is so heavily integrated that it's like, it's like, it's, you know, we're, we're working and we're, we're, we're living life and we're working, we're living life. There's, there really isn't, 
any separation between the two. And like, we're good with it. Like she's, she, she knows what her goals are. She knows what my goals are and we know what our group goals are. And like, we're totally good with the integration. Um, and a lot of times when we're, when we're traveling or vacationing, what, you know, we'll, we'll, we, we don't have that alignment with everybody we're traveling vacationing with. Right. Um, so like maybe we'll feel bad that we're working or maybe we'll, and it, it, nobody's putting any pressure on us. It's just more of an internal thing. Like we feel bad. Right. Whereas spending that time with the, with the Mosleys, I mean, that's what that they embody that. Like they, they, they're on the boat on the phone, you know, they're on the boat on the computer, but at the same time they're hitting their goals. So it's like, more power to you. Right. So they're, they're, they're not, they're not, you know, discouraging like what we're doing. They're actually encouraging it. They're, they're making it feel normal, which is actually was a really good feeling. It felt normal to be want to push and, and go hard. Right. And, and not have someone saying like, Oh dude, when are you going to slow down? Right. It was just like, no, like, how are you going to make that dream bigger? Because they understand the bigger that dream is, the more impact you can have, right? So Jim Rohn says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So when you look at your life, are the five people that you spend the most time with headed in a direction or, or in a place that you want your life to head in? If yes, keep spending time with them. If no, make the necessary decisions to get yourself around people that are in a place in life that you want to be with love. Keep putting one foot in front of the next and continue to build your legacy. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.